Welcome to the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I teach you how to become wealthy AF in your business, your mindset, your coaching, and your life. I'm your host, Kendra Perry. I am a former functional health coach turned online business mentor for health coaches, practitioners, and professionals. I'm here to help you grow the online business of your dreams by teaching you the strategy, the tech, and by helping you cultivate the mindset you need to be a badass health entrepreneur. I'm blunt, I'm to the point, and I'll probably drop an F-bomb or two, so fasten your seatbelts and get ready to become wealthy AF. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the Wealthy Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra, and we're switching gears a little bit today. This will be the first episode in my new series called the Real Journey Series, because I think there are a lot of misconceptions of what the journey to six figures actually looks like in a wellness business. And it looks a little bit different for all people, but I think it's really easy to look at someone who's successful and forget the struggle that they had to go through in order to get there. And so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be interviewing past students, people who are about a year or so, maybe a year to two years um, outside of working with me and really going over what their journey looked like after executing what I taught them, what it looked like in practice, in the real world, and then where they are now. So we are going to be hanging out with FDN or Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioner, Angela Brown. And so Angela has actually been on the podcast before to talk about the success of her first group coaching program, but I wanted to reconnect with her because she's had a lot of success and I really want you to understand like what the journey looks like for her because it might be a little bit what it looks like for you. So I started working with Angela in early 2020. I believe it was about maybe February 1st, 2020. Definitely a crazy time uh, to start your business for the first time. But when Angela came to me, she was probably making maybe $2,000 a month in her business. She was pretty frustrated, you know, wasn't making the money that she wanted to be making and she was working all the time. Now, Angela was definitely an ideal client. She's one of those clients who is a total joy to work with. She literally just came in and said, I'll do whatever you say. And what coach doesn't want that, right? So she was very good at executing everything. And she started with me at February 1st, 2020. And about, I believe, May or June of 2020, she actually had her first 10K month. So that is what is possible. Now, is that typical? No, I would say that's pretty fast. But I think what really sets Angela apart is that she was incredibly motivated and she was willing to do whatever it took. And she was an action taker. And really, that's what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur. Now, fast forward about a year later in June of 2021, she messaged me on Instagram and said, Kendra, I just had a $50,000 month. I was like, wow, girl that's fucking crazy. Okay. And then fast forward to the end of 2022 and she did $250,000. Okay. So in just under three years, less than three years, she grew from a business that generated about $25,000 a year to $250,000. So she 
I believe that's 10x her income in less than three years. Now, was it easy for her? Absolutely not. And you're going to learn more about that as we get into this episode. There were a lot of ups and downs, and there were a lot of times where she didn't think she could do it, right? There was still struggle. I just think it's really important to understand that the struggle is actually a part of the journey. There is no successful coach or expert or entrepreneur out there who doesn't have struggle. You have to struggle. It's a part of it. It's a part of it, right? It's a part of working towards the reward, which is having a business like Angela's where she's generating $250,000 in a year, taking lots of vacations and working less than she did when she was making $25,000 a year. So I am so excited to welcome Angela back to the podcast and have a chat with her. I know you're going to love this episode. So let's not waste any more time and let's dive in. Hey, Angela, welcome back to the Wealthy Coach Podcast. Hi, Kendra. How are you? Oh, I'm so good and very excited to talk to you today because you were on the podcast, I think, a couple of years ago now. Yeah, do you even remember? Good. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been, I remember that was probably right after you launched your group program that we worked together to help mm-hmm. you launch. And so why don't you start by telling the audience a little bit about like who you are, like who you help, what you do as a coach? Yeah. So I am a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. I started doing this about eight years ago. When I first was doing it, I literally had no clue what I was doing. I was kind of all over the place with like, I'm going to help every single person on earth with no niche or anything. And then when I started working with you, we were like, yeah, you kind of need a niche down. So I niched down to helping women with hypothyroidism because I have it myself. Um, And it was a great niche for me because I have been through the journey. So Mm -hmm. it was really, really cool for me to start focusing on women with hypothyroidism and thyroid disease in general. And it's been such a fun journey to be able to share my own journey with them and give my own input about my own personal journey with it and personal experience with it. And so that, yeah, that's pretty much all I do now. I was doing like my background, I have a physical therapy degree, I have a licensure, I have a personal training certification. And I was kind of still dabbling a little bit with that when I got into FDN. And in the last year, I actually quit doing all of that. And I only, Mm. only do my health coaching practice now. And it has been absolutely incredible to be able to just focus on this now. Yeah, I love that so much. And so just for some context, like me and Angela started working together. I think we knew each other as just through the FDN community. And you came into my 360 Health Biz Mastermind that we ran in 2020. What a weird year to start a business. (laughs) Something (laughs) I would say that was just like a lot of things going on in the world. I don't know if anyone knows about some of the things that were going on in the world. But I remember you came into the program and maybe you can tell the audience a little bit about like what was going on with you and your business when you came into the mastermind? Yeah. So like I had mentioned, I kind of, (laughs) I was like no niche. I mean, I was all over the place Mm -hmm. and I was doing like one-off sessions. I had no program. I had no, no organization like at all. It was just like, sure, I'll help you. Like didn't matter what age, what demographic, like I didn't matter what you had going on. I was going to try to help everyone and doing just these one-off sessions. And I wasn't, first of all, I did not have very many new clients coming in because I was just, there was just no consistency with what I was kind of focusing on. It was, like I said, just kind of all over the place. I had no niche. I wasn't consistent doing much on social media at all. I had no email, no website, like nothing. I just didn't really have really anything going when I came to with you. And I remember the first thing you told me, you're like, 
okay, so who are you helping? And I was like, everyone. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, so let's talk about that. So that was like one of the first things we did was like, it's time to niche down. And it was like, it was crazy because when we started talking about it, I remember you telling me like, you have hypothyroidism. Like, why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you helping women with hypothyroidism? I mean, that's literally what you've gone through. And it was like this light bulb went off like, duh, why am I not doing that? And that's literally what helped me really hone in on my niche was you talking to me through that. So I was like, you're right. Mm -hmm. Like, this is definitely my thing. I know so much about it. So it was pretty cool to shift that because I felt almost like this relief, like, okay, now I don't feel like I'm all over the place and I have a focus now. Yeah, totally. Because you were talking about all the things. <laughs> all the <laughs> things. <laughs> I still remember the call with you and you're like, yeah, so let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so did you notice like when you made that shift towards talking about Hashimoto's and thyroid and stuff like that, like, did you notice a shift in like what was happening on social media or in getting clients? Like, did it become easier? Yeah, I will definitely say, which was so crazy because it's like you're putting it on the universe. But I started attracting like soulmate clients, like people that really needed my help because I had this focus on Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism. And it did become so much easier. And the other part that made it easier, my messaging, because Mm -hmm. my messaging again was all over the place because I had no niche. And when I started doing that, it literally made life so much simpler, so much easier. I had a focus um, and clients definitely came in so much easier when I had this niche and my messaging was around that then. Yeah, totally. It's amazing. And I remember just like it happened quite quickly for you. Something you really have going for you, Angela, is you're such an action taker, which is like so the most important quality in running a business. Like you really just have to take action and you've always been willing to just do the things. And I remember when you started working with me, you also like you were doing a lot of like, I think, single lab sessions. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all I was doing. I didn't have I had no package. I had no program. I had no package. It was all one session. Here, let's do this test. We're going to go over this. See ya. Like, that's all I was yeah. doing. And so that was the next thing you were like, yeah, so we need to talk about that now. <laughs> and <laughs> and I so- had- totally. And so we ended up building your, is it called the Sexy Hashimoto Solution? Sexy thyroid solution. Sexy yeah. thyroid solution, right? Love it. And so talk to me a little bit about what it was like building that program and then the type of impact that it had working with clients. Yeah. So that was actually super cool. That was so fun for me. I was nervous niching down. Again, not really sure why I was, but I was nervous niching down. So I'm like, but what about this? And what about that? But when I started really focusing on that and we came up for the name, like you helped me with the name. I remember that. That was you also that helped me come up with the name. <laughs> And I remember when I started designing, what do I want in this type of program? What do I want my message to be? How do I want to help these women? And I remember thinking to myself, what would I have wanted? What would I have wanted on my own thyroid journey? Because I went through a 15-year battle while I was ignored and felt Mm -hmm. miserable. And so I started kind of piecing it together like that. And having that focus of a niche, oh my gosh, it made it so much easier to start designing this program. And also... I had like, not just a focus, but like the steps that I wanted to take with them. And so it became such an easy process for me when I started looking at what areas do I want to look at with these women? What do I, what do I want to help them with? It wasn't just like, oh, we're just going to help you with your thyroid markers on your blood test. Like Mm -hmm. it was full body. And so when I started focusing on that and how I wanted to help them, it just became so much easier to make this program. And then once I created the program and I started getting enrollments and coming in, it was like, it took off. 
And yeah. it was crazy to see how, like when it took off, I'm like, wow, so this really does work. Like having a program and having it set up this way, instead of just one test, we'll see you peace out, you're done. I started getting more results. So I started noticing clients were getting better. Clients were getting better faster. They were noticing mm. big changes. A, because I had follow-up because they were in a program with me so I could talk to them again. But B, we were looking at, we were doing full body stuff. And yeah. so I saw so many more changes with clients, so many more changes with their health in a much easier way. And they were so much happier because I had it set up in such a way that it wasn't just one-off test. Here you go. When that's it, it was more, it was a whole package deal and they loved mm-hmm. that part. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love that you spoke to like, not only did it help you, in your business, but it really helped your clients get results really. And that, and that's what we're here for. So I love that so much. So through that first year that we kind of worked together when we were really starting to dial in your niche and your program, like what would you say were some of the most powerful things that helped you kind of see it through and keep going? I think one of the big things, and you were really good with talking me through this too, is just being consistent, like Mm -hmm. really consistent and showing up I was all about whenever I would do like a social media post, for example, I was all about education. Everything was about education. And I remember you talking to me like people don't just want to know education. They can Google that. Right. They want to know personal things. They want to know like your own journey. They want to know how you fought through hypothyroidism and what things you did for your own body and more personal journey stories so that they can relate. And I remember being nervous about that about sharing my own journey. Like nobody cares about that. And when I first started doing it, oh my gosh, that was some of the most popular posts and social media content I ever had was my own stories, my own journey, what I went through because they could all relate. And so it wasn't just, do I educate still? Yeah. But it was being that, showing that consistency of showing up, being there, but sharing my own story and being consistent with that so that they could see like, okay, this isn't just about like X, Y, Z with your thyroid there's personalization to it. And I think like you definitely helped me <laughs> help me walk through that because there were numerous <laughs> times where like, I don't know that I want to share this. Are you kidding me? Do I really want to share this? And you're like, no, like they need to hear that because they have it too. They mm-hmm. need to hear that. The other part of it that really helped me when, when we were working through all this stuff was, and I still can remember the conversation pretty well too, was like, nobody gives a crap about your website. I was so... <laughs> And I'm a perfectionist. I'm very, very like type A perfectionist. I had to have all the things, all everything had to be done. And you were like, I was doing so much work on my website. And you're like, no one gives a crap about your website. Like no one cares about it. Is it nice to have it? Yeah. But like, you need to be like there. You need to mm-hmm. show up and talk to your ideal clients and talk to them in DMs and be there for them. And that, that's your emphasis. Whatever happens on your website is your website. Like it's no big deal. Now I do I have a bigger website now? Yeah, but that's in the beginning, not necessary. Like mm-hmm. no one honestly, when I was first like booking sales calls and stuff, like I never referred to my website. Nobody gave a crap about it. They didn't care. And so I really had to put the emphasis on, okay, I need to be there. How can I be of service versus like I need to have a blog and I need to have a website? I need to have that. Like, is it nice now? Yeah, it is now. But in the beginning, I it no one cares about it. And honestly, okay. I don't think too many people care about it now. It's just something I can <laughs> reference to. Like if I'm like, yeah, here's my services, they can go to that. Or mm-hmm. I have a blog post on this, they can go to that. Like if it's something I need to reference, but like in all reality, like you don't have to have a full on like 
massive websites and fancy website in order to make it work. And when you told me that, and I kind of stepped back from that, I was like, you're right. I'm putting so much emphasis on this. I'm not being there for the clients. I'm not being there for potential clients. I'm not being of service because I'm focused on this damn website. (laughs) Yeah. And it's amazing. I'm just, I'm looking at your Instagram right now. And I believe when you well, I think you had like maybe less than a thousand followers when you came into the program. I don't think I had 500. <laughs> yeah. And now you have over 9,000 followers. Like you've actually yeah. grown. That's a lot of growth. Like it takes a lot to grow that much like within, I mean, I guess it's been about three years, right? So yeah. 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 So that's amazing. And I, I think it just goes to show like how important it is to share your journey and share that more yeah. connection-based content and less of the just like how to do this, how to do that, how to do this thing. (laughs) Like I'm telling you most of my, like I had, (laughs) you're going to laugh at this one too. I had a couple of reels that went viral. I had one reel that went viral. I think it's a 402,000. I think it's something like that now. You know what it was about? My constipation. That's what (laughs) my constipation that that I went through when I was going through hypothyroidism. My constipation. And I had a bowel obstruction ended up in the ER. It was so random and it went viral. And I'm like, because people can relate. They can relate. They they totally can relate to stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, so I definitely need to keep sharing my own story and my journey Mm -hmm. and that happens and things like that. And the education is great. We need it. But like, I was so focused on every single post had to be education, education. And I started noticing like, I like Google some of this stuff, not all of it, but some of it they can look yeah. some of this up or whatever, but it's like, they need to be like felt, seen, heard is what I always say. And, mm. and that's like a huge thing. Yeah. I say that all the time. I love it. We're so aligned. It's so good. And so last June, not the June it just passed. So it would have been June, 2021. You sent me a DM and you said, Kendra, I just had a $50,000 month. <laughs> and I was like, what? I didn't even have a $50,000 month. Like what the <laughs> hell? I loved it. And so I'm just curious, like what do you think? Because obviously that was probably about, I guess that would have been about six months after we finished finished working together. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm curious, like, what do you think helped you get there? So I think having, first of all, having the structure. So Mm -hmm. like having the niche, having the structure, having a program. And that month happened to be, I had gotten quite a bit of referrals from past clients. Mm -hmm. So remember like my program was six months long. And so I had some that were getting close to graduating and then they were like, oh, X, Y, you know, my friend or my X, Y, Z, whatever person is interested. And all of a sudden I had this like swarm of them coming in. So I had a bunch of referrals that month, but I think really having the structure and having things like so simplified and laid out for them. And again, being consistent, like I was on social media constantly and I was constantly, especially on Instagram, constantly in the DMs. There were definitely days where I'm like, I don't feel like going on social media today. And I was like, you know what? You got to do it. Do it anyway. So I kept doing that. I mean, that was a huge part, like particularly like that whole year. I was really being way more consistent and showing up there. But I think the big thing was having the structure in the program because that helped me like having that structure. I got so much feedback that people were like, yeah, I'm going to refer so-and-so to you because this is cool that it's not just like going to the doctor. Here's your test results. Take a pill. We'll see you in six months. Like they're like, it's not like that with you. And they loved that part of it, that it was so niched down and that it was an actual program. Like I had a one-on-one time with you. You had coaching with me constantly and they loved that part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I think like when you back then, like you were still primarily making your money from a one on one program, correct? Yes. 
which I think is amazing because everyone is like scale, scale, scale. And obviously there's a time and a place for that. And that's great. But like, it just goes to show that you could have $50,000 months working with one-on-one clients. And I don't think you were probably overworking yourself. No, honestly, like that. I mean, that was June. So like July, all of a sudden I had like a bazillion test results coming at the same time. So was it a little bit overwhelming? It did get a little overwhelming, but it wasn't anything that I was like, I couldn't handle. Like I, it wasn't that I was like, Oh, I got to put these clients a month away to get them in. Nothing like that. It was scalable. still. it was still workable, but that was an amazing month. I've had a, a couple more months like that. And that adding up, that was why I was like, I think I need to hire help. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so you told me before we jumped on the call that you've just hired some team members. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So last year, I first in the beginning, I think it was the beginning of, we're probably like right at a year ago, I hired a virtual assistant. Again, which I mentioned, I'm very, (laughs) I'm type A perfectionist. And I was like, very, very resistant. Like, I'm not hiring help. Like, I got this. No one's going to do it like me sort of attitude. And I'm like, that's probably not the best attitude to have in business. Mm-hmm. I, I actually do need help because I was. I was getting so many DMs and wanting us to set up calls. And I'm like, I don't know if I can keep handling all this the way that it is. So I hired a VA um, and it's been like right at a year. And that was amazing because I did need help with like... Mm-hmm. All the little stuff that like it was taking so much energy from me that I didn't mind doing it. But at the same time, I'm like, that's a lot of energy it's taking from me. And I can't be there for my clients because I'm using that energy for X, Y, Z. That I'm like, a VA could do this. <laughs> so that was a huge thing for me to hire someone to take over some things for me. And then about July of last year, I was like, I think I need to start hiring some help maybe to support coach me for a support mm. coach inside the program, um, not to do test reviews or anything like that, but just like inside my Facebook group mm-hmm. and doing the check-in calls and things like that. Because again, it was like, it just kept kind of adding up. We're like more clients coming in, more clients coming in. And I'm like, wow, I'm really getting a lot of clients here. I need a little extra help here, particularly for like those check-ins. And so I hired someone for that. That's been really nice. Again, it was hard for me to do that. I had to like mm-hmm. seriously take a step back and be like, it's okay. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. It's totally okay. And it's been really good. Like it took a lot off my plate. And that's why like last year was the biggest year I ever had in my business. And it was probably the most relaxed I had been. Wow. I love that. <laughs> it's so- weird to say, but it literally was like, I took vacation. I mean, I took more vacations last year than I think I've ever taken since I like started I love that. being self-employed. Yes. Like literally, and my husband and I both were like, I can't believe we're actually doing this. It was nice. And I never had to worry because I'm like, I have a VA, I have a support coach, like I have help, like it's okay. It's t- you need to take time off. Mm-hmm. And it just like, it just totally rejuvenated me. So it was awesome. It was, it's re- been really nice having that. I love that. And do you mind sharing how much you made last year in your business? It was 250 last year. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love yeah. it. So yeah. And I mean, that's pretty amazing. Like, what would you say, like when you came into the program in 2020, what was probably your annual revenue from coaching then? <laughs> I think I looked at that last year, maybe just out of curiosity. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. what was I making? I don't even think it was 30. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It was like under that. Yeah, it was probably a little under that because like at that time I was also doing personal training, you know, quit doing that. But yeah, I don't even think it was 30. It was probably like 25 or 28, maybe if that, it was crazy. Yeah. And that was, and I was working like harder, Yeah, (laughs) which is weird to think about. I'm like, I was working a lot more hours, working harder and not getting results and not, you know, felt like I wasn't helping 
very many people. So yeah, big, big change. And I wasn't taking vacations. I wasn't taking much time off and that's all I was making. So yeah, it was a definitely, I knew it was time to change because I'm like, this is a lot of work and I'm not getting squat here and helping very many people. I want to help more people, but how do I do this? Yeah. I think that's, it's so amazing because it's been three years. And I think for like a lot of our listeners who are probably in their first year in business, like three years can seem like a long time, but it's really not. No, no. I mean, honestly, and it's, that's so funny you bring that up because like the, got my numbers. Like I literally had two clients enroll on December 31st last year. (laughs) And I'm like, Whoa, my numbers just really jumped up even more. And I remember texting my husband and like, man, I just enrolled two more women in my full program. And he's like, good grief. Like you've had an amazing year. I'm so proud of you. It's time to celebrate blah, blah, blah. And like, he has an amazing career. And I'm like, yeah, but what you do too. And he goes, you did yours in like two and a half years. He's like, it took me 18 years to build my business what it is. He's like, you just did it in like two and a half, not even three years. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I guess I have. Like you don't even, I don't look at it like that. But like I said, I know just having amazing coaching and having Mm -hmm. like structure, just like it's so, I can't emphasize like having structure and consistency. It's like so, so important. Yeah. It's so important. And it's pretty amazing because again, like even if it took you five years or six years to get to where you are, I mean, to me, that's still a really short amount of time. Like, you know, you're making multiple six figures, you're taking vacations, you're working less, like you're doing something that's super fulfilling. I mean, people don't even ever make that amount of money in their regular job that they did a $40,000 education for and then climb the corporate ladder for like 20 years, right? Right, right. I mean, honestly, like I have a physical therapy degree. I think the last physical therapy job I had, which that's that's been a long time since I was doing that. I don't even know if I was, I think I was maybe making... 45,000 a year Mm. in that. And like, even now, if I was doing it now, it wouldn't be that much more than that. Like, honestly, um, and working longer hours and things like that. Yeah, I would definitely not be making what I'm making now as a health coach, not even close. And again, that was five years of education, (laughs) dealing with all the insurance and all that stuff. And I'm like that. No, I can't do that anymore. It's not I'm not even enjoying this. So yeah, well, it's really amazing. And I think like, truthfully, like people are always looking for these fancy strategies, but like what you have heard you say throughout our chat today is like you built relationships with your followers, you shared your story, you allowed them to connect with you and you were consistent. I mean, it's not rocket science. Yeah. Yeah. It, It really, it's so funny too. It really isn't like when you think about it, it really isn't, but it's all stuff that like I was stubborn about. I don't know why, but I was stubborn about it. I will say, I think I had a fear I think I had a little fear, like, well, I don't want to give away too much because then they're not going to need me. I don't want to give away too much. And I'm like, that actually isn't true. Like the more that you're there for them and you're of service and you're giving little tips and things like that, that's just encouraging them because they're getting to know you. And I will tell you, like a lot of the clients that enroll with me, that's what they tell me. They're like, I love that you're so open and you're so willing to help women and give them pointers and tips and just be there for them. Mm -hmm. Because again, I'm constantly in the DMs. They're like, that's huge. And I want to go with you because you're so personable and you're not scared to like share your own journey and help us no matter what. Yeah. I mean, it's so powerful. Just before we hopped on the call today, I actually did an interview about DM engagement because mm-hmm. it's a big part of what I teach to my students because it's just like it really helps you get traction. 
because there's nothing that can replace a real human conversation. Right. Even if you post all day, every day, it's not the same right. thing. Right. It's huge. And that's what the feedback I get too is like, a, a, it's funny. I literally had someone today, they messaged me back and they're like, oh my gosh, you sent me a DM. That's amazing. That's really cool. No one's ever sent me a DM in here or anything like that to see mm-hmm. how I was. Or, like they love that. They love that. It's a human connection and they need that, especially <laughs> women. And you're dealing with thyroid issues. Like you need a connection. Again, that's how I like, I always think about what I have wanted. I was struggling. I had no one would listen to me. Everyone said I was crazy. Mm-hmm. No one could relate to me. I had no one to talk to. I'm like, I would have wanted that. And so that's why I, the way I, I always put it back in, what would I have wanted? Put myself, in, put them in my shoes. What would I wanted? And it's huge for them. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I love that so much. And so you also told me that you just recently launched a course. Yeah, I just launched a, and this was again, feedback from so many people that follow me, people on my email list, even some clients, you know, that work with me one-on-one. They're like, you should have a course that's just education. There's no one-on-one. It's just a straight up thyroid education course, particularly for like people who are kind of newer, don't know where to mm-hmm. start, are like a little scared to do one-on-one, not necessarily wanting to do the testing yet, things like that. And so that's why I designed the course around that. So it's called a holistic thyroid solution. And it's basically just everything you could possibly do education wise to improve the health of your thyroid outside of having like one-on-one help and testing and things like that. And it's gone over really well. People are really liking it because they're like, it's nice to have everything in one spot versus like, I'm going to go on Google and look this up and I'm going to go here and look this up. They're like, it's concise. It's structured. I like that it's all in one spot. Now I know exactly what to do instead of, well, maybe I should try this or maybe I should try that. And then you mm-hmm. You're kind of guessing. I set it up in such a way that if people enroll in the course and they're like, you know what, I want to do one-on-one with you. I do want to go further into your sexy thyroid solution where it's the one-on-one and the testing and all that, my six-month program. I just deduct the cost of the course off right. and they go right into it. So they're loving it. It's been going really well. And that was that. I just launched that in December. That's why December, there was a crazy month for me. I really not really sure why I decided to do it in December, but I was like, it's done. Let's do it. And I was glad that I did it because I felt really good. And I I had a lot of people that were really happy with it. So behind people that bought it for themselves for Christmas, which was kind of (laughs) cool. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's so amazing. I love that. And so I'm curious, like what words of wisdom would you have for listeners who are in the first year of their business and they're feeling like, oh my God, this is way harder than I thought it was. What would you say to them? First and foremost, I would definitely say, again, I keep using the word consistent, but I cannot emphasize that enough. Like show up. Like Mm -hmm. in my opinion, especially in the health coaching business, you have to be on social media. And I know yeah. a lot of people want to be on social media. It's really hard to build a health coaching business without being on social media. I just think that people need to see your face. And yeah. that's the other thing of it is it's not just posting like education posts. Like they actually want to see your face. They want to see you talking. So I always tell people, like, get in your stories, do reels, do videos, like anything that you can do to relate to them and show your face and talk. Like you're just talking to a friend. It goes a super, super long way. And yes, I mean, in the beginning for me, I was overwhelmed. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of work. And if I think back, were there times that I was like, I don't know if I can do this? Probably there were a couple of times that I said that to myself. And then I thought, I can do this. Like I can actually do this, but you have to look at, first of all, what your goals are. And then secondly, based off of what your goals are, like what do you want to achieve, whether it's quarter or the end of year or whatever. One thing that I always look back at that I'm glad that I started doing I would look at like my weekly goals, my monthly goals, and I would get so hung up like, oh, I only got two enrollments. You know, I started looking at quarters. And when I started Mm -hmm. looking at quarters, 
huge difference for me. Right. I think it's so hung up on numbers and this and that. I started looking at what are my quarterly goals? What do I want to achieve by the end of this quarter? That really helped me not feel as overwhelmed or like right. I was a fear or like I didn't do as well. Like I just look at the quarters. But yeah, I mean, you have to, again, consistency is just, it's massive. It's really, mm-hmm. really good. Being real, being genuine, talking to them. And that's why getting on social media, it's a huge one. It's a really big one. And I will be the first to admit, like I was super nervous. I had been on Facebook, my personal Facebook, and that's it. And I was pushing pictures of my dogs, my kids, like that's it. And when I was like, oh gosh, going on Instagram, that's a little scary. And now look, I mean, I started with like, when you and I were started working together, I don't think I even had 500 and now I have almost 10,000. That's my goal definitely is to get past 10,000. And it's so natural. And now it's just mm-hmm. like, people just, you know, will we'll find me that way. But it's again, can't emphasize enough, just showing up and being yeah. consistent and, and talking to them. Like you're just you, like you're just genuinely you, but yeah, look at quarters. I mean, that's a, that's a, yeah. that's a really big one for me that helped me a lot was when I started looking at quarters because there were times where I definitely thought I was going to throw in the towel. And I was like, <laughs> no, I can't like definitely can do this. Like, is it hard? Yeah. It can be hard. It can definitely be hard. Even now. I mean, there's been times where I'm like, oh man, this is a lot of work. But the other part of it too, that really helped me too, is I started making a list and I still do this. I literally make a list. Like, what do I enjoy? What do I actually like about doing in my business? What do I absolutely hate? And anything that was on my absolutely hate list, I was like, I'm going to start outsourcing this at some point. Maybe not right away, depending on where, you know, where my income was. Now I outsource a lot. But I'm like, I'm going to start outsourcing some of this stuff because I hate it. And it takes all my energy away. And that was a big one too. When I started looking at this is the list that I don't like. So at some point, I'm either going to do it now or in the future where I'm going to outsource this. Somebody's going to help me with this because I can't do it or I hate it. And it's just sucking the life out of me. Yeah. I mean, it's so important. And then once you start outsourcing, you're just like, this is the best thing ever. Why didn't I yeah, do this like earlier? I my VA, I'm like, why didn't I not do this a long time ago? Like, I am not a fan. Like, I like Canva, but I do not like making graphics. I don't mm-hmm. like doing any of that stuff. Like, I was just telling my husband this the other day. So I was like, I'm so grateful that I have my VA because I'm like, I could stick a fork in my eye. I hate doing graphics. I don't like yeah. it. It's not fun for me. And my VA is amazing at it. And I'm like, why did I not do this a long time ago? This is insane that I just kept sucking it up and doing it. And I hated it. Like it just literally sucked the life out of me. So I'm like, totally. no, yeah, it's like things you got to start looking at like that. Like it's not worth it to try to put your energy into it. In the beginning, I did it because I needed to build my business. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, nope, not doing it now. <laughs> Well, and I think it just shows like to like what is possible because to everyone in the audience, like you're building something, you're yeah. building something from scratch and building something is never easy. And the struggle is a part of it. You have to struggle. Nobody gets to where Angela is without some level of struggle and hustle and yeah. some sacrifice. But if you want it and you stick with it, and like Angela said, you're consistent. I mean, the sky's the limit. You can build whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I had to also tell myself is exactly what you just said. Like, but this is what I want. So I'm going to suck up. Like I don't really enjoy things right now. Like there were times where I said that, but I'm like, but this is what I want. I want to be there for women. I want to be of service to women. So mm-hmm. maybe I have to go through some of these things to get to the other side, but I knew I could get to the other side. I just needed to like be patient and patience was hard for me. It still is, <laughs> but I'm not the most patient person. But when I started, go, what's my end game? Like, what is my end game here? I want to be of service to women. 
I can't be of service to women if I'm going to be down in the dumps because I didn't get this thing or I didn't do that right or whatever. Um, and I'm overwhelmed. No, that's just, again, took the energy out of me. I can't do what I want to do then. So yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, I wish it was that easy, but like any business is like that. Anytime you're mm-hmm. building your own business, it's always going to be like that, especially mm-hmm. in the health coaching industry. It's always going to be like that. Just know that like it does get easier there. It does. You will get to that other side, but the consistency of it and just knowing that it's going to get there was huge. And I knew I could do it, but I'm not going to lie. There were days where I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And then I'm like, no, but I can, I can do this. Just, you know, and I had to start again, looking at like, okay, if I'm looking at like next week and I'm like, oh, I have this like to-do list out the butt and it's so long and how am I going to do this? I'm like, okay, well, we're not going to look at the list for next week now. <laughs> yeah. We're going to look, look at what could, why didn't you do this week? And so I had to really do, I do a lot of mindset work because yeah. I, again, I'm so anal and perfectionist type A and I had to do a lot of work around that. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be done all now. It's still going to be there tomorrow. And that was a big mm-hmm. one for me to get through. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think it's just that ever it's the never ending to do list. It's something you have to learn as an entrepreneur. When we work in like if ever anyone's had a corporate job or any sort of like consulting job, it's like you're done at the end of the day. Right. right? And then you wrap something up. But it's like with a business, the to do list, like it's always there. It never ends. And getting to the like you don't get there's not like an end point. There's never an end point. And that was the thing I had to keep getting over because I would look Mm -hmm. at my to do list and I would almost get anxiety. And I'm like, Dummy, you're going to have a to-do list always. You're an entrepreneur. Like yeah. you're in your own business. It's like you said, I'm not working a nine to five job where I show up like my PT job, showed up, did my job, left, went home. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that was it. Like it doesn't work like that in this business. No. And I had to really work on that too mm-hmm. in my head. Like it doesn't work like that. You're always going to have a to-do list. So don't yeah. get hung up. If there's a to-do list. Like it's going to always be there. You're always going to have one. And even now, like things are running very smoothly for me, but I still have a to-do list. But like now I'm grateful for it because I'm like, I have an amazing business. I'm glad I have a to-do list. If I didn't have a to-do list, I didn't have a business. Yeah, so I'm like, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I so appreciate you coming on and sharing this with us. I think it's really inspiring. And hopefully our audience will get a better idea of like what the journey can look like. And so if people want to connect with you and stalk you online, where do they find you? <laughs> I'm on Instagram, Angela Brown Coach. I do have a website, AngelaBrown.org. I have lots of stuff on there. But yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram. I mean, I have a Facebook page too, Angela Brown Thyroid Coach, but my Instagram is where I'm at the most. I'm always on there. That's definitely where people find me the most. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Angela. Yeah, this has thank been you for great. having me. It's good chatting with you and catching up. I know it's been super fun. (laughs) And thank you everyone for listening. And I will see you next Monday, same time, same place where I help you become wealthy AF.